me tell you about a man that I have met. Hey. They call him Captain or Wizard, don't forget. CJ Morgan's his name and he wanted to start a show. So we did. Now you're listening to him on that dang old radio. Great news, team. Uh, we are we got our first award as a sh- show, kind of. Whoa, Yay. congrats to us. Uh, we're cool. employees of the month for the month of October. Yeah. What for? Playing with Lego. Take that, Mom. And all of our hard work and fun together. Yeah. Uh, I was... Uh, can I spoil it? Can I ruin it by being a Debbie Downer? What do no, you mean? No, but okay, sure. Okay. Well, for the radio, I, just, I guess. The employee of the month, we got a lot of response on that, a lot of emails. So our company does a employee of the month, a thing most people do. They send out an email. Everyone says congrats. But I don't think the congrats was for us because we sent out September and October because in September we didn't have email access Yeah. because we were hacked and couldn't get into anything. So our engineers, Chuck and Brian, worked their asses off with some other people. But, you know, they're the, they're the lead. They're the tip of the spear. When it comes to our internet security and safety. They were even the first mentioned in the email as you're scrolling down. Very so top. If you're lazy like a lot of us, you read that and you're like, ah, great, cool. Yeah. They're so the ones who deserve it. All the thanks was for them. And I, I'm not jealous. It's well-deserved. And then it's kind of like, oh, also, uh, great job, Emily, Spencer, CJ, Matt, for hanging out at ACL Fest. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Like for back in October. Just weird. I was like, nah, man, why couldn't on. we do two different emails two days apart? Do we get a prize at least? Aren't there prizes that come with us? They said yes. come and meet with so and so. So yeah, we got. Yeah, they said after the show today, so-and-so. come meet with management so-and-so. and uh, and uh, bring our cardboard boxes. Oh. That's what they said. No, I think we do. Usually, it's like a gift card to to, to something Sweet. cool. Well, how are we going to split that up between four people? Uh, Matt, he's not here yeah. right now. So three people. It's um, going to be even harder. Mm-hmm. Spencer, it looks tired and my back's messed up. So Emily, I'm thinking if you can make it up those stairs, you're young, nimble, and agile. Oh, if, I can do if, it. It's yours. There's okay. also an elevator. What? And yeah. I'm gonna, just going to take that instead. <laughs> yeah, and Spencer, she's going to go up there and find that I already got it. Oh, okay. Got a gift card. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Uh, anyhow, uh, if what you what kind of a team are we? If you want to go to Lightbulb World with me afterwards and <laughs> spend our fifteen dollars, that's no, my favorite part it's... of Home Depot. Just walking down to the the lights part. I don't know why. You know what? All these fixtures, like a fan. Well, you can have it then. That's because Spencer's like, I got an idea. Every time someone walks by to try to get him to laugh. Earlier today at Lowe's, uh, some guy was buying a steak and he couldn't find out how to ring it up, and he figured out, and it looked like a big nail. And I went, nailed it. So maybe you were the light bulb guy. Pretty much. That's what you can expect coming up today right here on this uh, award-winning Employee (laughs) of the Month show. It's World International TV Day. Perhaps the greatest invention of all of mankind, one of the most important ones before the internet and iPhone, we had something else to stare at. The television. Today's international world, whatever. It's TV day. Let's just call it's it that. TV day. Uh, let me give you some fun facts about the TV invented back in 1927. It was not commercially available 
until 1938. You have to talk like this. It was uh, not commercially available. <laughs> Wait, hold on. Let me. I can do that 34. It's not commercially available. The first television was invented in 1927. The then 21-year-old inventor, Philo Taylor Farnsworth, had an idea to capture moving images, transfer them into color, yeah, 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 and yeah, yeah, move yeah, yeah, yeah. those images along radio waves Let's to not, different devices. Let's not do this. This is sort of a subtitle-type situation, and we're on the radio, CJ. <laughs> yeah, real speed, quickly. Yeah, yeah. Uh, so by 1949, about one million people in the United States had televisions. I want the two of you to guess... How much in today's money, you know, with the inflation, all that changes, how much money do you think in today's cash dollars a television in 1949 would have cost? $2,000. 2000 thousand USA, $2,023. dollars i was going to say maybe around 11 hundo. 11 hundo. 11 uh, A television in 1949 cost $1,295. Which today would Jeez. be $14,000. going to say, what? I Whoa. nailed the actual price, oddly I enough. I know. Y'all both, y'all both <laughs> got really yeah. close to huh. what it is. The equivalent. Yeah, Holy so it was, uh, it was very unaffordable. It was for rich people back in 1949. Yeah. Um, I mean, they're buying a Pontiac, basically. Uh, d- or dude, a Geo really? Prism or something. You yeah. know, like a, <laughs> but, but a nice car, yeah. Yeah. Uh, by 1969, that number had gone up quite a bit in 20 years. 44 million people had to televisions in their homes and it had become obviously one of the biggest forms of media entertainment until now. Uh, I want to go through I got a list of some of my most important moments in television history to where we were all watching things together and see if I left any out. Uh, we'll start back when the televisions were early with the JFK Nixon debates being the first time that presidential televised debates really became a big deal since Right. Then even, there was even, still plenty of people slow to accept one because TVs were super expensive, and two, our format radio, radio was, was still we, here. We were well, um, very well it, settled into people's homes. We were and, the top dog, ex- as some absolutely. Might say. And that's you know that's where we we used to do our State of the Unions and yeah. things like that through radio until so. it killed the radio star. Uh, we then have the JFK assassination. The moon landing was a big deal. Yes. Because uh-huh. it was broadcast and all over everywhere live. Yeah, it was one of the biggest. The studio. Yeah, yeah, of course. One of the biggest orchestrations. Uh, not quite as big as this fake orchestration, but the Super Bowl uh, becoming a big. It wasn't as big at first, but now I feel like it's one of the big television events yeah. of that still live up to this day. Uh, in the 80s, we had the Challenger explosion, which was horrifying because Yikes. kids were watching that in the classroom. As yeah, it happened, yeah, yeah. like it was it a big was deal like, because hey, a teacher was going and and actually hey, look, where this is a great thing we're doing. We're space American. kids Woo. love space. space. Oh, no. Pretty horrible. Uh, another thing I wrote down. You could down, be an astronaut too. <laughs> nope. No. This was a big deal as a as a kid because I, I think it cap it was on all the news stations. The O.J. Simpson chase. Yes. Uh, then I have nine eleven. Yes. Um, then I can't really think of anything other than scrambled porn. What about Mark McGrath? What, Wasn't he a baseballer? Who's I, I barely, I vaguely remember him. Mark McGuire. Mark McGuire. Sorry, Mark McGrath is from Sugar Ray. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> no, I mean, I can't well, think. Of, sorry, Mark. Whatever his name was. I can't think of anything else Home that has been as huge and as impactful. Um, I do. outside of nine eleven. Oh, I do. Like, since, like what else? Um, whenever Justin Timberlake exposed breasts live at yeah. the Super Bowl. Oh, six Emily. years after nine eleven. 
Timberlake. I can't say that word. Yeah, that is that, good job. That is a yeah. that actually is a big one because we're dealing with the issues from that yeah, too. The Emily, fallout. They came yeah. down hard on radio. I know. Not, it's radio's not, fault. Yeah, um, idiots. That was a, a pretty interesting um, American Idol. That was a big I'm deal. Sad, no, that was a yeah, big but deal we for stole America. It from Europe. It wasn't like it was suddenly new. The texting part too. It did bring yeah. a lot of people together with texting. But I do to know watch now. Those. Now that we've all moved toward like streaming and stuff, and just watching different types of content on our phone, will there ever again be something we all come together? That's live and watch together live on TV. <sighs> Maybe if there's like a national try. See the thing about yeah, radio, yeah. I wonder how many and TV is, is there are national emergency. Um, especially infrastructure intertwined into the entire system to where if something really bad happens, yeah, yeah. we'd probably tune to our TV to, saying, to find it when the aliens land. That's it, when the aliens land. Oh, that's true. Yeah, or when, you know, uh, since we now have a, we're kind of horny for dictators and authoritarians, I think when when one man seizes control of the United States and we become a autocratic state, I think that TV will be instrumental in that. That's true. Yeah, all right. Well, Well, happy National TV Day, everyone. And you can let us know if we missed anything, too. 835-1015. Yeah. Um, Oh, the first time I got to be on TV when I worked in news. I don't remember that one. Mm -mm. Is it sad to spend Thanksgiving alone, or is it actually something we look back and kind of miss? Thanksgivings used to be so sad and bitter for me, but they turned out to be some of the greatest times, and now I kind of miss those Thanksgivings as I'm coming up on a Thanksgiving, which I might be alone. Do y'all usually always spend it with family? Is it oh, pretty yeah. much tradition? Oh, yeah. yeah. I was talking to my boyfriend about this, and I don't know if I will ever be able to skip a Thanksgiving because I'm an only child. If I don't come Ooh, to Thanksgiving, yeah. no one's coming to Thanksgiving. Good point. Isn't that Dang, so that's, sad? Wow. That is kind of sad. It's so um, depressing. I've missed Thanksgivings on account of like work and stuff, working here, you know what I mean? Doing the yeah. grind to work your way up. Yeah. And, Pretty uh, much. It's uh, a bummer. That same here. Um, it started when I moved away to college, and I couldn't afford to drive back home. I didn't have a reliable vehicle. My fa- parents couldn't afford to come here, which they did sometimes. There were some Thanksgivings where they came down, but for the most part... Every Thanksgiving when I was in radio early on, I had to work two events. One was for our AM sister station. We had the Texas A&M and uh, uh, Texas football. We did like a breakfast broadcast, and I had Mm -hmm. to run the board and be there early for that. That might have actually been on Thanksgiving Day or the day before. Then the Fridays, even after the A&M games were done— uh, we had to do tail. I had to work tailgates. Yeah. So those were the day before and day after Thanksgiving, where I essentially couldn't leave or would have to work Black Friday things on top of being poor at that time. So I was at Thanksgiving alone. But looking back, and actually, like as it went on more and more, it became more enjoyable because I would go to Walmart that week. I would buy green beans. I would get a little cheap ham. I would get a little cheap turkey. And For yourself? My, my dog Miles and I would make a Thanksgiving feast. Yeah. That's We would precious. make a big-ass feast. I would usually also had roommates, and so all my roommates would be gone. So I had that home. Like, me being home alone was so precious and important, and I rarely got that time, and it was usually only holidays because I've always had roommates. It was always. comforting. It, it was you time. Uh, so it became really good because... Uh, you know, I, I might have to work and I might be alone, but man, it was fun cooking. I could drink on my own. I could do all that stuff all by myself, all on my own on Thanksgiving. Yeah. And now um, we're doing a makeshift Thanksgiving because we're moving this week. And I'm kind of like, 
I don't know if I want to go see family. Like they're coming up to Austin uh, to do this stuff, but maybe I'll just stay home alone. Maybe no. just work on moving because well, I've got you... I've, I've gone backwards now. Now I I prefer to not have a family Thanksgiving. I think that's fine. Uh, I mean, you do visit your parents. Well, it's not like you would avoid well, they come your family. Visit me usually, yeah. or we go see our family in New Braunfels. But now it's like I would say at is, least this the, is a good throwback. I say at least this year, especially because it's a transitioning year where you're moving into a new place. The week of it's kind of difficult. Yeah, so I might that have is pretty hard. But that's also me being you know lazy, and sometimes I I get very introverted, and I just want to be alone a lot of times, play with myself, not like that, ha ha. Uh, ha. But it's fun. It's yeah, fun to you sit down bang a turkey and do kind of what you want or what you and Lisa want. Um, it is. I don't know, man. I don't. I it is feel weird too that I used to complain about it so much. It would make me mad. Also, like the events I was working were hourly, so I wasn't getting paid a lot to do it. Right. I was getting minimum yeah. wage. And that would piss me off because it ruined my Thanksgivings. Oh, yeah. But now it's like, man, those were golden times where I really got to have an entire weekend to be alone. And on top of that, that Friday and Saturday, I'm setting up Christmas lights. Yeah. All, like one of the things I love to do. Isn't I remember it? one of the the greatest things about working in retail, um, and I'm going to say this and you're going to be like, what are you talking about? Was working Black Friday, and that was only because it was an excuse to leave Thanksgiving early. So I would say, oh, I have to leave. I have to work the overnight shift on Thanksgiving to bleed into Black Friday. So how it would work is I would start work at, I don't know, uh, 6 p.m., and then I'd work until 3 in the morning or so. And I got to leave early, and then everybody would send me leftovers, and then I would eat my leftovers on on my lunch break. So you had to work too, especially more recently during the pandemic. I got sick and couldn't go to you know one of the uh, dinners we did a few years ago, Mm -hmm. and sitting there alone eating a leftover plate in my house at that time was very sad because I was missed my family. It's all I kind of wanted to do is see them that year. But in retrospect, because I had done it like another year during the work, you know, like like we're talking about, it does feel good. It feels good to sit down and enjoy that same taste experience without having to deal with any of the other BS. No dishes, (laughs) no people, nothing. No political arguments. Mm -hmm. Uh What do the Tinder app and parenting have to do with one another? It's Parent Pickup with Matt Bearden, and he's got some explaining to do, which is what he does. If you're getting out of the car with the kids, dropping them off, whatever that might be, he now joins the C.J. Morgan Show to enlighten us all. Yeah, you know, I try to bring in things for the Parent Pickup that are entertaining, not just to parents, but to everyone out there. And you might be wondering, well, what what would a new parent, what would they need tender for, right? Well, that's not what I'm going to talk about. But when you are a parent, parenting never stops like uh for instance uh, emily you have parents i do yes guess what are you familiar with the new update to tinder no uh guess what your parents can now get on tinder and they can recommend people to you oh, oh wait i have heard of I this i think i heard of this yeah, yeah. yeah it was originally a feature that was supposed to be used so you could send it to like your girlfriends and be like hey girls what do you, what's up what do you think was this but apparently some people's moms have been getting on there and then saying, hey, check this guy out. Or I oh, think no. this guy might be right for you, Emily. How excited would you be? I mean, I know you're in a very, you know, stable relationship now. <sighs> but would you consider breaking it off so we can have your mom recommend people via the, twi- the oh, Tinder app Oh, we wouldn't even you? have to break it off because I can promise you that nobody that my mom will find on Tinder Will be worth my be time. Why are parents so bad at suggesting mate? Now, 
what they do is they go, here's someone that I think would be good for you. But when parents suggest someone for you, they're removing a very important element. Lust. Yes. Yeah. They do not consider lust whatsoever. No. And guess what? That's the whole fun part's the lust part, mama. It's also kind of weird to have your mom pick out people, even if they were cool and they did consider the lust. I'm like, don't think about me having sex. It's all the rage in some countries, or at least it used to be. You know, arrange that marriage. My mom was a pretty great wingman. She She was awesome because she's very sweet and she's funny and cool, but she also... My poor dear mom would just treat these young ladies she knew she would never see again like <laughs> like they were like they were her like daughter. Like they were special. You know, yeah, yeah. She'd make them feel special even though she, in the back of her mind she knew you are going to get really sick of yeah, his ass yeah. in a hurry. Yeah. Um, the only thing about my mom that she kind of does now, same thing my grandmother did, she like throws names out so she... She'll she'll basically go through my line of old girlfriends until she gets to my current one's name. She'll be like, uh, Amy, Beth, Lisa, Terry, like, you know, she just... Like she's calling dogs from the backyard. Pretty much. She gets yeah. names wrong. But I'm, you know mom. what? I've, I think I'm the only person that would allow my mom to do this. Yeah, it doesn't make... Melissa Hobley, who's Tinder's chief marketing officer, says, Tinder matchmaker brings your circle of trust into your dating journey and helps you see the possibilities you might be overlooking from the perspective of those closest to you. It... No. 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 I no, think I no. would try this just because uh, I'm not the closest with my parents, and I kind of am curious to see what they would want for me. But other than that, no. No, I already I wouldn't know. Seriously t- I wouldn't take it too serious. My you know mom I mean? has told me when she had a little girl, what she imagined for me and, and my path is I would go to high school. I would become one of the like dance girls. You know, the, the what is it? The, oh, like on a pole? Yeah, on the no, 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 right. no, no, yeah. no, no, like the dance squad girls. Right. And then um, I would uh, go and I'd meet my little high school sweetheart who just Ugh. so happens to be an FFA and wears a cowboy hat. No, those new mm, Dustin And y'all Wranglers. be the cutest couple in Tomball, Texas, and yep. you'd get wed at 18 right before he went off to Iraq. <laughs> My mom is from Wisconsin, so she's always dreamed of either being with a country boy or having a daughter and her being with a country boy. Right. I don't know. It, it, something went wrong because that has never been me and it never well, will. Well, her, her close second dream was uh, tattoos and cosplay, so it did That's come true, true for her, didn't yeah, it? Yeah, it did, it did. <laughs> Austin's number one beef baby, the CJ Morning Show on 101X. Where to get a drink on Thanksgiving? You look fat as I'm getting very concerned with the integrity of our organization here. CJ. You have gained, I mean, 50 pounds of fat. The man is carrying around trash bags filled with Mexican foods. CJ is fat! It's CJ's fat Thanksgiving edition of where to go and have a drink on Thanksgiving if you want to get away from the family. There are some bars that are going to be open in the Austin area. We got them alphabetically for you. Whoa. Um, I do, I, I think... I'm going to want to... Sorry, we wouldn't want to remember that alphabet so you can repeat it backwards to the police. <laughs> yeah, dude. <laughs> Sorry, I just... That's stupid. Good. No, you know what? It's very smart. Uh, I hope the Y is Yellow Rose, because uh, I do believe they do a Thanksgiving thing. Uh, Anyhow, starting with the Armadillo Den on uh, Manchac, all the way south where I used to live. It's a patio bar, and it's going to be open 6 to midnight, so you can get away from the family. One of our favorite that is open every holiday, no matter what. Good old barflies, Emily. I All right. love barflies. Yeah. They're always there and, for you. And they have a pool table for your friends. They do. So they, whatever you want to go do, go sure. hang. 
right in central Austin. Uh, Cedar Door, the uh, famous downtown one, is going to have. They're going to be open for the football games, so Sweet. you can start at three o'clock to midnight. Uh, Drinks backyard off one eighty three, a new bar also open. Cool, uh, I haven't checked pre- them out yet. Pretty much everywhere. In Austin, there's going to be a neighborhood bar. You'll figure it out. Uh, but the, listen to us anyway. This one's a fun one if you want to get with your family out of the house. Egos. Uh, the karaoke bar is open from 5 to 2 a.m. Damn. So, like, if you really want to ditch oh, the family, egos. take all your cousins or yeah, 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 someone I, in town, Egos, that's a great one, ego, right? Yes, and karaoke. I feel like you learn the most about somebody after you do karaoke with them. Because <laughs> it's Absolutely. the lowest of the low and the highest of the highs. Uh, Lala's, of course, the Christmas theme spot. Uh, they're going to be open at 7 p.m. Man, every day. I really until, wish that on well, Christmas. I really wish on Christmas Day they would change it to a normal bar, but that's a lot of that work. That would be that funny. Would be that would be absolutely fun. hilarious. <laughs> yeah. Uh, the downtown Driscoll will be there for all the sad dads doing business dads. on the holiday. That's like, but Papa, you said Papa. I know, oh, son, but I got to close this deal. We got to sell 300 vacuums before the end of the year. Uh, the Cavalier over on Weberville going to be doing a full bar from 6 to 10 p.m. They're also taking a page from Emily's book and Uh-oh. serving a little bit of gumbo. Well, yes, 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 yeah. as you should. Oh, Em, you should show up and try it out and be like, look, I got a recipe. I slide it to Oh, or I should bring my own and then <gasps> just like pedal it at the, at the front, like Ooh. just start handing it out and be like, hey. yeah. so, Like a soup kitchen? Yeah, I'm like, Disres- disrespect the establishment. Yeah, well, yeah. she's also <laughs> disrespecting us because as she mentioned yesterday, she didn't even pedal any gumbo for me and you, but she's going to go make it for strangers. <laughs> but, well, yeah, the tracks. Uh, the Grackle is opening up on... Um, Midnight on, oh, I'm sorry, noon to midnight. Hell yeah. So if you really need to get out of the house early, go watch some football. Really uh, like the Grackle. Grackle's awesome. I haven't been back in a year or two. So I haven't lived down that area, but man, I really enjoyed the place and some of the bartenders. Well, if you're ready to go get in a fight with family that night, they're doing wild turkey <laughs> bourbon whiskey specials all day. And I think wild turkey's what, like 90 proof? I don't Hell know, yeah. man. It is bird related. That's that's good. <laughs> uh, way down far south, uh, another bar we love, the Little Darlin. Uh, they're going to be open, pool table games, all that stuff starting at four o'clock over in uh, North Loop, a bar that also has some food for you to eat. They got some good wings too. Workhorse Bar is going to be open really early, 11 a.m. They're going to go uh, till midnight and they do have the kitchen open uh, all day, even though it closes at 11.45. Last but not least, not the Yellow Rose, but the Yellow Jacket Social Club will be yeah, open there regular nice. hours, 11 a.m. to 2 a.m. So you got a little bit of a map everywhere. I'm sure some in Round Rock and Cedar Park, too, but Yeah, how could you not, you know? Just show up to your favorite little dive. I feel like Nomad Bar is always open on Thanksgiving, but, you know, it's it's whatever's near you. I mean, if it comes to it, you can just buy it. Prepare a little bit ahead of time and go sit in your car and drink. Don't drive it. Oh, whoa, whoa, whoa. Uh, Bad suggestion. Don't don't turn it on in the garage, either. Barton Springs (laughs) Saloon used to do a holiday potluck where all the... Because that's your real family. Fellow regulars at the bar, but they would always bring like like... a little, yeah, uh, they bring a little little samples yeah. of some of their stuff. That it's is great. nice. They might do that too. I don't know. I'm sure there's a lot more than this list, but we'll just have to explore. Or you can tell us. Text 835-1015, your favorite holiday bars. Where can you go avoid family and get a drink here in the Austin area on Thanksgiving Day? 
Welcome to another week and another sound off. One, two. It's a game where we play a random sound I found on the internet. The team tries to guess the sound, and then I award them a point or two for cleverness, accuracy, or hilarity. As always, we start with Emily. So today, we're going to start with Matt instead. Uh, actually, you know what? Like, you can just buzz in and guess. Well, you want to play that way? That makes it a little more fun, right? I, I, I don't know. You're just throwing out rules the last minute. That's fine. That's how I roll. Here is your first sound. <laughs> Good sound. Uh, that was a hot ball, ball of lead on a piece of styrofoam. Okay, good guess, good guess. Emily, what do you think? I'm going to say that is live audio of you at Six Flags Fiesta, Texas. Okay, good one, good one. <laughs> Spencer? Could we hear it again, please? Oh, absolutely. <laughs> Oh, yeah, that's got to be a hot. Mm, yeah, yeah, yeah. That's, all, that's a molten ball of nickel going uh, up your butt. Okay, well, actually, um, what the sound was, what I was looking for, that is me rushing to leave the, before the show Friday. That's the first part. Oh, okay. Yeah, that is me getting out here and getting home. Yeah. The second part... Is uh, Emily's friends after getting home from her gumbo giving peeing out of their? I'm just kidding. It is actually uh, it is a uh, red hot copper ball being dropped into Jello. Okay, uh, but no points Jell-O? awarded for that. Yeah, Jello. Is it green Jello? Red Jello. Red. That's Jell-O. why the, the sound was a little weird. Makes sense. Uh, Emily, we'll start with you. Here is hmm. the next sound. Makes this offense potent. We saw the deep ball against Alabama and how good that was in that game. It's straight up the middle, and it's going to get the first down, and that will ice it. What was that sound? Um, that's the sound of Texas scoring a point because we won this weekend. <laughs> okay, okay, good, good. You know what I did? Emily, I like your confidence in yeah. not knowing sports, so point for you. That's actually Texas taking a knee, uh, icing the other team, and getting the victory this weekend. Close enough, Matt. Point for you, Spinny. Uh, just a bunch of boys playing with the pigskin. <laughs> <laughs> Two points for Spinny, because that is the most accurate. Yeah. Uh, that is Texas doing something they haven't done all season on fourth and one, getting the one yard to end the game. Uh, and then they could go and run out the clock after that. So very good for them. Good, very happy. Good job, good, boys. Good job, Texas. Huh. You, you did it, boys. Uh, last but not least, what is this? Well, what is that? Spencer, we'll start with you. That is the demon in your head that forces you to sing a bunch of weird random songs about junk. Like one, uh, one, one point. It's not a random song. That's you literally recording yourself singing a song while you're on the toilet. Okay. Okay. Matt, one point. Um, I I don't know about you guys, but that sounded like a live corn concert to me. <laughs> Two points, Emily. I don't know. Never seen it live, but from what I heard. All right, we're playing the hit game. Sound off! 
One, two. It's where I find sounds from the internet and bring them before you. Uh, Emily and Spencer tied at three points. Matt with two points. Let's get to our next sounds and find out exactly what these things are. Um, We're going to go to a thing called Ask Reddit, where people ask on Reddit why something sounds like it does. Here is your first sound. We'll start with you, Emily. that because it was kind of short. Emily, why do you think someone is asking what that is on Reddit? Um, I think they're asking what it is because uh, man, I don't know. They they opened up their 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 fridge and it made a funny noise. Okay. I don't know. Matt, what do you think? Why? Uh, they're asking because that's the sound that's in their head. <laughs> oh. So, point for you, Matt. That, was, that made me giggle. Spencer. Uh, it just sounds like a dude walking through a wind tunnel and falls down. I don't know, so... Uh, this is... Their car was making that sound. Aw, <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's bad. Yeah, listen to this. <laughs> that's the sound their car was making when they drive it. So they so they, they weren't... They hit a toolbox on the side I, of the road? Dude, it's I don't like, know. Damn, yeah. dude, that uh, sucks. They, they weren't sure what to do about it, so, yeah, that's uh, a Call an exorcist? What do you mean, what yeah. to do about it? Uh, next one, this one is also from uh, Asking Reddit. They wanted to know... They they asked Reddit what the sound was. Uh, let's go ahead and start again with Emily. <laughs> Guesses. Is that just a slowed down version of Michael Jackson's Beat It? Okay, but why were they asking Reddit about it? Because, I don't know, they were born in 2007 and they don't know who Michael Jackson is? Okay, okay. Uh, they wanted to know how to adjust their turntable. They bought a turntable, but they oh, don't realize right. that they're playing at 33, I mean, instead of 45. That's okay. totally right. Okay, Spencer? Uh, this person, uh, a similar vein to Emily, does not know who Michael Jackson is, but has come across this chopped and screwed version of his song, and for some reason Shazam can't pick it up, so he's turned to ask Reddit. Ooh, they want to put it on TikTok. They found it on TikTok. That's what it is. All very good, but Matt got it exactly right. They yeah. couldn't figure out why their record player was messed up or why <laughs> the record right. was. Damn. So they asked Reddit what the hell was going on. That's One great. time I did this with a Taylor Swift record, and it was <laughs> kind of scary. I love them. Chop it and screw it. Uh, here we go. This is the last one. Current standing with Matt getting two points for getting it correct is leading five. Emily and Spinny with three. But it, uh, it is anyone's game with this very last clip on sound off. One, One two. two. Temperatures are drastically dropping, which means that we've got to start prepping for all of the cooler weather activities. For me, that means camping, hiking, and also getting in... Mm, Let me redo that. (laughs) Yeah. For me, that means camping, pumpkin painting, and... God damn it. Emily, hold on. (laughs) And then, of course, getting cozy inside with a movie and the glass of... Jesus Christ. Okay. You're rubbing off on me. Uh, Emily, what does that sound? (laughs) That is me messing up on one of my reads because every day I sit in here and I watch you record things and you do the exact same thing every time you mess up. And now 
It's rubbing off on yeah, me. Yeah, that's Emily. And I'm that, you. That, two points. That is Emily blaming her problems on me. Yeah, oh, yes, 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 yes. You, yeah, you're the person that is supposed to show me how to do radio things. I'm the person that's supposed to rub off on you. No, no. Matt, what Not do you think that is? Uh, that's the sound that Emily's boyfriend hears right before he loses his boner. <laughs> Nice. Uh, point for Matt Spencer. <laughs> yep, nice. Oh, man. I was just going to say, it sounds like someone making more money than me. <laughs> <laughs> Three points for Spencer. Oh, Spenny taking home oh, the win no. on this uh, episode of Sound F. One, two. Movie sequels you entirely forgot even existed. And now it's time for the next. I just wanted to say that, that I'm a nerd. Oh, it's some nerd clickbait at you. Some of these movies you might remember, and that's the one we're going to start with, but these are sequels you completely forgot existed. I didn't forget this one at all. I remember watching this one as a kid. Uh, Return to Oz was freaky as hell. It was the sequel to Wizard of Oz, and it was just, everything in that was scary. The woman with all the different heads, the little wheelers. Remember, like, the, the guys with wheels and masks, and they could look up? It, everything about that freaked me out. Yeah, man, all was terrifying. Jeez, I looked up a picture. Even Dorothy's scary looking. Yeah, uh, that is uh, Feruza Balk. Is that how you say her name? She's been in a lot of stuff. She's a very distinct look and face and uh i mean never seen this. that was one of i think that was her first movie she was in almost famous um dude she, the craft she's been in a lot of stuff but that movie that was a very weird follow-up that didn't do well and occasionally you would see a vhs at a in the walmart bag <laughs> bin but my parents were really into like bad movies i guess it was cheaper because you could usually buy them at the grocery store for a couple of bucks. And so we always had weird, bad knockoff movies. Oh, and man. That, just, that one stuck with me. I just me. looked up. Is that what those wheelers are? Those yeah, crazy mask-looking yes. things? I remember seeing images of those and being kind of scared of them. And I don't remember why when I was a young boy. It's because they're so freaky. Oh, that's what those are. Okay. Uh, another freaky one that did not do well and have the same amount of fun, uh, oh. Shock Treatment, which was the Rocky Horror 2 in 1981. There's um, a there's another Rocky there's Horror. There's another. Yeah. There's a follow up. No Tim Curry. Um, it's not as fun and sing alongy, and overall just bombed and kind of disappeared. Nobody asked for it. You know? Much like the Blues Brothers, they did another one. Believe it or not, Blues Brothers 2000 came out with. Uh, I mean, obviously Belushi was dead, so they had uh, John Goodman and Dan Aykroyd in it, and they did Blues Brothers bits together on like Saturday Night Live and stuff. But man. It just didn't hit the same. It still had like a bunch of cameos. It still had a bunch of the fun music, but it was bad. Like I'm not yeah. even a huge fan of the Blues Brothers. Like it's a fun movie to watch once, and then after that, it's kind of like, all right, I get it. You don't I, even have to watch the movie to be honest. You can I, just look at them and see one skit, and you're fine. Yeah, yeah. I'm not into <laughs> I'm not into singalongs too. Uh, this one's kind of insane to me. I didn't know this existed, but uh, Scarlet came out in 1994, and it was the follow-up to Gone with the Wind, like what is called one of the greatest movies of all time. What? How do you follow what? that up? Yeah, it tells her story, I guess. Scarlet. After Rhett left. Uh, looks like they did it in 1994, so that's like decades later. Like 40 years or something like 30 <laughs> years later, yeah. Very bizarre. Um, another one that kind of missed the mark, um, right as disco started to die, they did another movie 
called Staying Alive with oh, John yeah. Travolta in his kind of uh, downward period. Um, Saturday Night Fever's follow-up, yeah, Staying Alive, which yeah, was dude. supposed to be another disco dancing 80s one. How about Son of the Mask? You like that one? Yeah, you ever dude, seen that one? Yes. Oh, it's so bad. My Man. parents uh, knew I loved Jim Carrey. Right. And I remember... The like, Mask was great when I when I was younger. I saw it. I haven't seen yes. it since. But but by the time this came out, I wouldn't... I already wasn't really a Jamie Kennedy fan. And then it was like... I was already in a, you know an adult by then. And so I remember watching it when I went to visit them. I was like, ugh. This is bad. You it's know real funny? bad. I did not know this existed, but a couple of days ago, I saw a TikTok of some guy that was like, I believe that I am the number one son of a mask collector. And he said it started as a joke where he bought the son of a mask and then every time that his friends would see something about it online, they would buy it for him. And so he has just like a bunch of DVDs <laughs> oh, of just kind of like you with what, what do people always buy you? Sloth stuff. Yeah, get uh, in, yeah, get in my always, sloth. No, I don't <laughs> want sloth anymore. Real life one. Oh, you, I would love that actually. Did you ever see U.S. Marshals? That was the sequel to The Fugitive. No, I, I didn't. Vaguely I vaguely remember seeing it. I don't know why. I was still pretty young, but like, I don't know why. What did I, they try to rearrest Harrison Ford? Yeah. No, I don't remember Dignity. exactly, but it was weird. No. Uh, my favorite Halloween movie, one of my favorites, just because the music and it's got a vibe, Donnie Darko. They did a follow-up, uh, which didn't have the original, like the original director's like, I disown this, but uh, it kind of follows his little sister. Hmm. I think it was the same actress, Samantha Darko, and it was called A Donnie Darko Tale, and it was... I believe that was Maggie Gyllenhaal or Gyllenhaal. No, no, it was, it was the, little, the little girl oh, that the dances. Youngest sister, yeah, the youngest the, sister. Okay, she started, me. like the same actress starred in that, actor starred in that, and okay. it was... Uh, it was not good. The The original directors and writers like, why did you do this? You ruined our legacy. And that's what all these movies do. Next time we come back, let's find some Sia. This is going to be hard. Um, I can think of maybe Indiana Jones, uh, number three. Sequels that are better than the original. Oh, I already have a few. What, what, name? Give me one. Shrek She's, 2. Okay, okay, of course. Far, far away. Austin's own Lego man. The CJ Morgan Show on 101X. Let's start getting the headlines with the biggest news. It's going to be wintry during this Thanksgiving. Expect more strong wind gusts today, cloud cover, and then uh, some winter temperatures. Emily Spinney, get this. We're going to get down to, just take a guess. What are we going to get down to? 52. 52? Not bad. Hmm, let's say 48 degrees. 25. Wow. What? Yeah. We're going to get. I don't know how to dress for that. Cold. I really don't. I'll be honest. Literally, don't want to bring all my plants in, and now what am I going to have to do? Bring all these plants inside. Yeah, that's the worst thing to do. So make sure not to just put a T-shirt on underneath. Make sure to wear a little bit of a layer. You know what I mean? Absolutely. Long shirt. Thank you. This Long is... sleeve. I don't know how to talk. Are you telling uh, the plants to dress or us to dance? Oh no no dress. no! Your plants are dead. Forget oh. about them. Well, you're supposed to uh, chain your pets and plants to your faucet or something. Yeah, no, yeah, that, yeah. That is yeah. Pipe, that's pipe-dripping weather. And if you got some pipes out in the country, you might want to wrap them up. Cover them up. Them. Speaking of being out in the country where it will get cold, a Manor landowner is told they can't build their barn dominium due to property code issues. This sounds real Jason Dick from The Morning X, doesn't it? It kind of he, does. He's already an Austin slum lord. Is he just trying to build his own slum out there? Yeah. A woman is saying that city code ordinances have delayed her plan to build the farmhouse of her dreams, despite the land being outside of Manor City Limit, which means it might be in the, I think it's called the EDJ, the E. Dunkdoodle Justinkin Unit. What? I don't think. Did you just make that yeah, up? Yeah, that one. The, Was that gibberish? Are you falling asleep? You know what's talking? gibberish is they're not letting them build this. Uh, 
It's a part of Travis County that hasn't been incorporated into the city's boundaries. Uh, ETJ, that's what it's called. I found Um, She thought she wouldn't have to get the same permit and building limitations. Turns out it's wrong. Uh, She wanted to build a giant metal barn-like structure that's converted into a furnished home. And it makes me think, like, when I get real, like, right-wing about stuff, it's... It's the it's my land. I can do what I want. I hate it. Also, I I hate the the what are those the neighborhood associations? I don't even get who gives them oh. power. Okay. But also, I like can the city HOA. tell you what I can't build. If I want to build a big old barn, but have you look, seen man. these? I've seen these on Facebook and stuff. They're so ugly. That's, yeah, that's why you build so them out in the middle terrible. of nowhere. Well, I was gonna say we've had a cult before here in the state, and that thing didn't really go well. But we Waco. got the One World Theater out of it, right? <laughs> I guess. So maybe they're just trying to curb these cult compounds before they become a thing. I guess so. I'm just I mean, not kidding. Gonna, I don't actually know, but we're, we're a cult-filled uh, area. Makes sense. Yeah. Uh, hey, check this out. A jet company's leaving ABIA. Now, we won't be able to afford this jet company that's moving to the Austin Executive Airport, but this is just the latest in a string of downturns for our very own airport. Now, in the last year or so, we've seen news stories and pictures and social media of people abandoning their vehicles and ride shares to walk to the airport because it has been so bad. But a lot of airlines have ended their flights uh, from Austin to another area. So now we're going to have to go back to connecting more connecting flights out of oh, Dallas wow. or anything mm. like that. Um, it's happened a lot recently. Um, Delta, um, not Frontier, um, American Airlines, the latest to uh, stop doing two different types of flights. And you're going to see this trend continue, which is unfortunate because guess what the city of Austin just did? No, what? Just no, what? Spent a lot of money on the airport. No. There are major renovations underway. They also lost a big lawsuit when uh, they said they wanted to, to claim imminent domain right. over the new outdoor area. They're trying to back off of their contract with the uh, people who own the South or uh, were operating the Southern you, Terminal. Yeah, they, they leased it out to. Yeah. And um, they said, guess what? You cool. can't do that. <laughs> so, uh, uh, last bit of news today. Maybe some helpful good news, Emily. Yes, this is some helpful good news. There are actually several local organizations that will be providing free meals to those in need this Thanksgiving. Yeah, take that airport, the Central Texas Food Bank, of course. They're going to be open through Friday from 8 a.m. to 5 p.m. They're going to be handing out a bunch of turkeys and holiday meals. There's also the... uh, Caritas of Austin. Caritas. Caritas? Yeah. Caritas? Car- I, I spelled it. It's Caritas. It, yeah. Either way. On Nueces Street uh, from 11 a.m. to 1230 on November 22nd. So Wednesday. And there will be some warming centers around the city of Austin as yes. well because it's going to get cold. Yep. Operation Turkey is a, another <laughs> organization that will provide and deliver free Thanksgiving meals nationwide on Thursday uh, from 8 a.m. to noon. And also there's a bunch of other churches, too, that are providing some good meals. So you could go to KVU's website to check that full list out. Or you can just wait for me. There was a big homeless camp by my house over here by the radio station, 183-290. And I knew some of the people there. So one night after a Friendsgiving, I grabbed a bunch of food and a bunch of bottles of wine. And I was hammered. And I brought it all to them. And they're like, all right, thanks. Cool, cool. Cool. It was kind of nice, yeah. Nice. Uh, I don't think they cared about the food as much as the bottles of wine I brought. Yeah. But hey, it'll kind of warm you up. No, it won't. It's it. bad for you. Joe Biden is ruining your Thanksgiving. And now it's time for Emily's social cues. This is the radio. 
It's Social Cues, where we take a look at the things trending on the internet. And today, it's all about the economy, how hard it is to feed your family for Thanksgiving. Thanks, Joe Biden. Wow, this you, is a uh, fun Joe, one. What do you do? Well, you first pardon and, too many turkeys, dang it. Yeah, and that ruined the price. Oh. Uh, well, oh, he did man. pardon two and kind of confused Taylor Swift and Britney Spears, but it wasn't as bad as I thought until I listened to the audio. But then I listened to it more, and I was like, this is bad. Yeah. And then I looked again. I was like, oh, what? he's just an old man with some, like, yeah. kids writing jokes for him that he doesn't get. It's, it's weird. But here's the deal. Uh, all over Twitter, there are clips of Fox News correspondents just complaining about this Thanksgiving being so difficult. Why? Because it costs too much. We went to go buy a turkey today. It was $90 for a turkey. The price of stamps is up 32% in the last four years. But it's all a choice by Joe Biden. That is what Bidenomics is. Uh, So there you go. A bunch of rich Fox News anchors that still send stuff with stamps. I guess. I don't don't know who's really... They they haven't explained anything, but I know that's actually Uh, what they do. They just lie a bunch. So... (laughs) He said he he went to buy a turkey today and it cost him ninety dollars. So no I thought, way. all right, well, let's figure that out. Why would you I went buy to, that? I went to Walmart.com. The average price of a turkey is a dollar twenty-eight a pound. Doing a little math, that's a seventy-pound turkey. That's nuts. That's that a, is a beast. That's a submission to the Guinness Book of World Records. But here's the deal: <laughs> that's not um, a turkey I, you serve. I actually do want to be fair and balanced here. And while saying that a seventy-pound turkey is absurd, it's actually not. December 12, 1989, the largest turkey ever recorded was 86 pounds. See? Oh, my gosh. It can't happen. They could have feasibly went and bought a gourmet 70-pound turkey that cost him $90, um, but this turkey sold for $6,600 at charity in 1989, so given the Biden inflation, it's like a million-dollar turkey now. Imagine betting on a charity turkey. I'm just going to say. That's an interesting concept. Like a giant charity turkey yeah okay isn't it like where you 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 auction someone off for a date you get to hang out with a turkey for a day well it's dead i think so right oh Oh. is it i want a living turkey yeah i want to hang out if the turkey's that big i want to hang out i want to be be friends friends with you i mean if i'm around my yard just put the seatbelt on it and my driver's (laughs) side like a passenger side in the car and roll around town with spencer's turkey. that'd be kind of fun a little turkey pal turkeys by the way on average Adult males, 11 to 24 pounds. Uh, adult females, 5.5 to 12 pounds. So saying that, I'm, I'm going to call it a, an exaggeration. I'm going to say it's a little unbelievable yes. that this Fox News host, who probably has someone do his shopping for him, spent $90 on a turkey. That might be 90 from it. a butcher, um, and it was delivered to his house. Maybe, yeah, right? Maybe. So they had After to... all the fees and tips. Well, you know, Republicans don't tip. I know, y'all. Come on. Uh, I wouldn't I don't, know. I don't know. It's a little ridiculous because everything on Twitter, and again, I try not to delve into political Twitter too much. Too late. But a <laughs> lot of what I was- You try not to? I don't know why it's trending and why it's going crazy today, but the cost of Thanksgiving and inflation is, is really, really bad. I mean, but... inflation is happening. Like, yeah. I mean, it, it is, is but- and they're not- Lying, but they're definitely over-exaggerating. It's, like it's you said. also, and I don't want to delve too deep into economics because this is social cues about internet stuff, but if you look into a little bit of this inflation, it's this weird, I don't want to call it a false inflation. It's because we're spending a lot. We're spending a lot right now. So it's not it's not the death knell of the economy inflation yet. They still think that could happen, but it, it's an inflation to where we are still hyper-spending on crap that we 
may or may not need, and it's making prices go up and up and up. But I'm going to tell you this, um, rich people, go to Walmart. I did it when I did it when I was stealing canned food from my fraternity house, and I could still afford a Thanksgiving meal. Don't don't be scared of Walmart. It's your friend, especially this one over here on Runberg. Walk right in. They're they're open 24 hours on Thanksgiving. You might stay long enough to see the Black Friday massacre and enjoy it. That's my turkey. That's turkey friend, Spencer. If there's one thing you want to keep in your fridge, did you know? It's mustard, and you don't even have to keep it in your fridge. As a matter of fact, mustard will never go bad due to its antibacterial nature. Hell yeah. Although it can dry out and stuff. Wait, Uh, wait, wait, wait. wait. So it goes for... Really? Like Um, honey? To be fair... The mustard is mustard seeds they're showing in the image, yeah. but that's all the did you know we can do is just well, you, state the fact and that's it. You'd say it will dry out, so at some point it will just it become dry crumbly out. and gross and yeah. not yeah. usable. But. Well, I mean, you know, morning show Nick used to have his mustard laying around here because he would use it every time he got... Uh, and his yeah, ketchup. It yeah. was sitting next to my area, and every time we had guests, they just assumed I was the guy with the ketchup <laughs> yeah. and the mustard. And everybody always asks, why isn't this in the fridge? And he defended it. He defended it. So, you know... Maybe this is a good did you know, because maybe it's true. Well, did you know you didn't have to put it in the fridge? Um, Well, Well, he was right the whole time, but I'll still make fun of him. Did you know? Ah. Do you remember that 2012 film Spring Breakers, the one with James Franco and such? And the girls that were bad robbing stuff? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Well, uh, this is a did you know that I got from Twitter, and I screenshot it because I thought this was so interesting. Did you know that the director of Spring Breakers had the cast eat burgers and junk food so their bodies would resemble more average college girls? Yeah, sure. So yeah, so just it's just hilarious to think of like Vanessa Hutchins, Selena Gomez, Ashley Benson, some of the hottest women being forced to eat cheeseburgers because they needed to have a more realistic body. That makes it a little hotter. That gives a little bit of that skank and a little bit of that chub with those tattoos. Also, imagine them who have to probably be on this regiment all the their lives because they're actors and have to maintain yeah. a body. They're like, oh, we get to hang out and eat cheeseburgers for three weeks? And junk food? That's Hell awesome. Yeah. And I mean, I think that's such a smart move because that is more realistic. When you're in college, sure, you'll work <laughs> out a little bit, but then 90% of your, your weekend is going to be drinking and yep. eating. Gotta get and that then you fresh, go, yeah, maybe you'll 15. like go to the gym once. So God damn college girls. <sighs> right? Different breed, huh? Oof, man. Mm. I just like to know that I could be a spring breaker. I've done everything that I need to do. <laughs> just... <laughs> Right? I've done it my entire life. Yeah. Speaking of eating, did you know oh. the world's sperm whale population consumes as much seafood by weight as all of the rest of humanity? And thanks to Red Lobster, they do it all for twenty nine ninety nine for a limited time only. No okay. <laughs> did you? Did you know? That farts smell worse in the shower because our nose works better in high heat and humidity. <laughs> oh my god, that makes so much sense. That makes Absolutely. so much sense. I have, I've always wondered that. That's actually, why I hate farting in the shower. I'll or, do it anywhere except in the car usually. But like, I'm like, oh, not in the shower. Or showering right after you heave a beast. Yeah, that, it makes a funny sound out. too sometimes. Yeah. Really yeah. Girls don't fart. Sounds because, bizarre. Because really, girls don't fart. Girls don't fart. Stop it. It's really uh, funny. Yeah. It's like Emily, stop. It goes more just because the. Chamber. Kind of sounds like a uh, like a yellow duck quacking. <laughs> does the heat help it like carry and rise up more? You're I mean, not there's, a, you're not asking questions. Did you know? Not are there more <laughs> we can find out? More man, facts we can. Find? I don't know what I'm girl saying. Girl farts are gross. Jesus. <laughs> hey, what is that white stuff oozing out of my meat? 
Greetings, listener. It is now time for Weird or Wired. Is it weird or is it wired? Matt Bearden's here to let us know on the CJ Morgan Show just what that white stuff oozing out of his meat is. Yeah, you ever had white stuff ooze out of your meat? Yeah. CJ? Yeah. What kind of meat? Quite a bit. Uh, you know, uh, duck sausage, trouser uh-huh. trout, slack salmon. I just was bringing this in, really, Spencer, because I wanted to see how many seconds it took before he made a dong joke out I of know, it. I, I had to do it before y'all did, because, no, you, you know. Didn't. No, Why? you didn't. Just, we could have gone this entire segment as and done soon none. As, We've as, done that before. Matt I, said oozy meat, and everyone started salivating. I, mm. You ever cook chicken or salmon or whatever, and all, there's that white stuff that puddles around it on the frying pan? Yes. The best is with scallops because you put some butter in that and it makes like a little scallop butter goo. I think I know what you're talking about. If you cook uh, fish, pork, uh, chicken. That you've had sex with. High heat. There is a white, almost like a jelly that comes out around it. You can say discharge. It's a discharge. Okay. And I thought, I I did not think I was going to be alone in this. I thought everyone would be like, yeah, of course I know what you're talking about. It puddles up around there. I just assumed it was fat or something. It's not fat. It turns out that it's protein. It's a white, oozy, gooey protein that comes out of your meat. So eat it. Eat it. Put it in your mouth. It's a, uh, yeah, anyway, it turns out it's a a real stuff. Uh, Food scientist Topher McNeil explains the chicken muscles themselves. Of course it's a Topher. Actually (laughs) contract and squeeze out all the liquid it's in between the muscle cells. Mm. Uh, it's kind of how like an egg white starts off rather transparent. And then when you heat it up, it solidifies and turns white. It's essentially the same process happening here. The heat causes the excess water and protein to ooze out of the chicken, then solidify, going from clear and runny into white and gooey. Hmm. And it's I'm not joking. If you do this with seafood and add butter and lemon juice to the goo... And keep like using that goo as a baster. It tastes great. Yeah, especially when you kind of let it let it turn the heat off on a little bit, and it thickens, and then mm-hmm. you scoop it on top, and then turn it back on. Emily, are you pro white goo, uh, tasty, or uh, would you rather not have white goo? I mean, you, it's a protein. It's not a yeah. just a white goo. Um, or do you turn your head? Do you prefer the? <laughs> do you like to be tapped or given a warning? Uh, I like to have a little bit on the plate. Okay. You All know? right. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, anyway, it turns out <laughs> the stuff is perfectly uh, healthy to eat. You don't have to freak out about it, but it's not fat. But they do say, hey, you absolutely can eat it. It's literally the same protein that is the rest of the chicken. It's yeah. just the stuff that solidifies and squirts out of there. It's kind of, We don't know enough about the crap we eat. It's kind of the same oh, with, no, you know, there was don't. the TikTok trend recently. People saying Walmart steaks were bad because they turned gray. Right, right, right. But that's just because everything drained to the bottom or how... If they got a cut of meat and it was like extra bloody, it's like, well, that's not actually blood that you're seeing. Right. I think it's hemoglobin. I, we just need to know a little more about the meat we're eating. Yeah, and it turns out the reason that we see more and more of this, our ancestors probably didn't see as much because they ate fresh meat uh, directly from a butcher. We get meat even from the butcher that tends to be like one central butchery in the city, and then it puts everything in a package, then sends it to our local yeah, HEB yeah. and puts it on the shelf. Well, a lot of times, so that it can transfer fine, that stuff is frozen. frozen Maybe not first. all the way solid, but frozen to a very low temperature. Anytime you freeze meat, you're damaging the cell walls. The freezing, thawing, thaws, freezing, yeah. thawing creates a lot more of that liquid coming out. Anyway, you don't mm. need to freak out about it. You'll probably see some during Thanksgiving when you're cooking. But just remember, if there's a bunch of white ooze... It's good. Goo is good. Five tips if you're hosting Thanksgiving dinner, but our take on it. Hello, 
are we supposed to make money on the internet? The internet? That thing's still around. Computer load up, celery man, please. Yes. Yesterday, during Clickbait Quarter, we did the five tips to help you if you're hosting Thanksgiving. Uh, let's get to it. Some of my favorite tips to make what Thanksgiving got, better from us. Uh, I put number one. This is in no order here, but to make Thanksgiving hosting a success, I said make a communal boozy drink. Ooh, um, that's a good one. So, a punch, and I'll, like in a bowl. Absolutely, like a punch, or sometimes we'll do like a... We used to, we used to do a spiced wine. Yeah. Ooh. But here's what you want to do. You want to make the boozy drink, and you want people to think it's boozy, but really you're going to use wine instead of liquor, and you're only going to use a little bit of it. You might want to find, like, there are certain wines that taste real tough, or you might want to have it floating right on the top. So it smells strong, but you don't actually want it to be that boozy because you don't want people getting uh-huh. drunk and, and problems starting. You so, don't want to just take a box, yeah. box, don't take the bag out of a box wine and then leave it in there. It's like sort of a topper just floating on top a slowly. A just, boxed wine topper. A bag. You just want a boozy communal drink that everyone can share so you can regulate how much everyone's drinking and knows no, how much in I it. I think that's good to keep it on the low side of the alcohol Absolutely. by volume for sure. But yeah. tell people. Yeah. Uh, speaking of that, this kind of helps with grumpiness, drunkenness, and just overall helping. A lot of people I've noticed Thanksgivings I've been to don't like setting things out. I say set out snacks and hors d'oeuvres and set some things out as you go. That being said, keep it small and light. Not a lot of chips and dip because you don't want to. You don't want people to fill up. Right. But you want them to not be starving. So not chips and queso. Not hummus. Not light good things. Do you have one? Yeah. Um. I'm gonna say that. You should try to fit everybody at one table. I know it's hard, and you probably have a bigger family than me. It sucks when you don't. But it sucks. I hate the kids' table. And I'm telling you, the kids hate the kids' table, too. And it's just going to be better if you really can just all sit together and it's going to be loud, and there are going to be multiple conversations, but that's what yeah, the holidays are for. Keep, There's one time to be able to sit and eat with everybody at the same time, and I think it should be Thank you, Emily. I think that's a very good idea yeah. and important. I like that. While you're at the table, I got two suggestions I wanted to have, Ooh. Uh, one before and after. Um, have the, have the, the GD game on. Have the game oh, on. Let no. the game be on. No. People want to watch the game. They care about the game. Have the game on. It doesn't have to be in that room. But have it so people can listen to. Have it on so it's... It, don't, like, turn it off and think, oh, I'm going to play Christmas music now. Just be aware of your audience and what they want to do. It, you're, yes, you're hosting, but it's not about you and what you want to do. It's about you, your guests, your family. Well, yeah. maybe try not hosting during have, the game. Have the game Ugh, on. Uh, and gross. the other thing is, just shut up while eating. Shut up. No political talk. No serious talk. No, oh, so how's your job? How's school? Or no, what? like, mm, Wait, this what is do you really mean? good. What is no, wrong? No, How no. Do you you have to do up. that. You have to do that. I hate the small talk, and it always leads to fights. Small talk. Always. That small what talk. Th- what type of conversations do you think you're going to, oh, man, I really think that Descartes was really getting onto something in this philosophical analyzation. No, you have small talk, so you can ramp up to that stuff. Yeah. Small okay. talk is for the punch. But Honestly, why? and I kind of like to be able to go home and gossip with my cousins and go like, oh, my gosh, isn't that crazy what Uncle Bob said about the war. So are you marrying a woman now, Emily, with your blue hair and tattoos? Yeah, yeah, yeah. See, it's kind of fun. That's my one time to get new information to talk crap about my family on the radio. Also, some of us have progressive families. 
Fair enough. We don't invite the ones that aren't actually. Spencer's from Liberty Hill. I ain't going to try that. Uh, (laughs) Emily, do you have another one? Uh, Yeah, my last one, and it's going to be the most controversial one. I'm going to say if somebody is bringing a side that you notoriously do not like, it's okay to bring a substitution. I'm going to give you an example. So my family, like one side of my family always puts stuff in their stuffing they always put a uh, giblets giblets yeah yeah the turkey guts <laughs> the bag from the in middle. their stuffing and you don't want it i can't stand it and my mom can't stand it so she brings her own stuffing to thanksgiving as well okay. so we yeah, that'll different make different types some, of stuff i get stuffing, it especially something time, as important as stuffing it's you gotta so have important it. or like for me my mom's very nice and she'll make me a side like a tiny little side of green bean casserole that, that doesn't, you have in your pocket that doesn't have <laughs> no. got some pocket casserole <laughs> just takes no. a whiff out of it that doesn't have hungry. onions in it just takes a quick whiff uh, so uh, i want to be a little bit of controversy here too uh do the dishes yourself do them, do them later. Do them yourself. Don't make your guests do the dishes unless you have that one guest oh, that yeah, really yeah, wants yeah. to. Don't make the after you eat. Let people sit around and talk. Go to yeah. the couch and watch the game. Don't be like, all right, it's time to clean up now. We have to. Go. We just finished eating. We must clean. I hate that. After eating is a time to chill, relax, and sit back, not to do Correct. the damn dishes. But if you're the one who orchestrated the entire thing, uh, if you can relax once that's all put away, I'm, 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 that's the general feeling. That so sucks, I understand though. it's debatable. Just but... don't host Thanksgiving. <laughs> yeah, that's the better tip. Don't host Thanksgiving. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Don't do it. You may roll your eyes at his antics, but we know you're still listening. The CJ Morgan Show on 101X. <laughs>